Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Hey, welcome to the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this on a Friday night. We're live after each and every Kings game, and it feels so good to be live after another Kings win. All of a sudden, the Sacramento Kings have won five in a row. They're now 7-4, and four, and they're 2-0 and oh in the in-season tournament. A top Group C with that point differential. The Kings go to San Antonio and get a road win after a slow start. They were down 23-5. to five. Harrison Barnes is in diving for a loose ball. Mike Brown's getting pissed. He's yelling at his team. But the Kings responded by the end of the quarter. They get mm. back into it. Then they get it going. De'Aaron Fox with a monster night. Spurs made it interesting. They play hard. They're young. They're tough. But the Kings were able to get it done because De'Aaron did his thing. 43 points for him to go along with eight rebounds and seven dimes. Demonis Sabonis, another monster game. Go ahead and give him another double-double. You know he's giving you a seven assist tonight. That's what he do, does each and every night. He finishes with 27 points, 14 rebounds, and seven assists. And Malik Monk with 20 and eight. And the dunk of all dunks on Zach Collins. Mm. We are live for Night Chat. Presented by our friends over at Northwest Exteriors. Check out their website, northwestexteriors.com. I'm Deuce. That's Morgan. How are you doing? You know I'm doing great. You know I'm doing great. What is it about these in-season tournament games that just get you a little bit more fired up, huh? Especially when you win. Especially when you get those dubs. I'm feeling great on a Friday night. Did you feel good early in that game when they were down 23 to 5? Oh, five? I was partially depressed because um our friend ross is in town and he was there and he was talking about how hey you know the kings the kings will this will be an easy one whatever blah blah, blah. <laughs> and then 
the score goes down there. And I hate when people, like, I always think that people are jinxing yes, it. So we, I'm like, no, 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 no. And then he's like, they'll come back. And then they did. And he's like, see, see. And then it started to just stay and remain close. And I didn't appreciate that. But at the same time, I appreciate how the Kings responded after the half and to finish the game. You asked me something in our pre-show. You're like, dude, you don't seem like super amped about yeah. what went down tonight. And I think... What I'm realizing this year oh. is my expectations have shifted where now I'm watching this team each and every night and I'm enjoying every second of it. As I'm, you should. And you know how much I get excited watching Darren Fox and seeing Keegan Murray's growth defensively yeah. and what Demonis Sabonis does. I am beginning to go, yeah, they won tonight because they're a really good team. Sure. And sometimes you got to win ugly. You know, looking at the Spurs team, I, I just, this, this had a like trap game label for me on it because the Spurs had lost six in a row. They're a little banged True. up. I've watched enough Spurs games this year to go, look, this team moves, they fight. They move the they move the ball well. Mm -hmm. Victor is a problem as we saw sure. tonight. They compete. Like they're gonna make it interesting. I didn't think that the Spurs would get off to a 23 to 5 start, but they came out and smacked the Kings early. They did. But I but it's just like you said, it's how a team can respond sometimes can give you enough to run with to be excited about right because there's there's times where you go oh man the response was still ugly basketball no the response was not only them listening to mike brown they were paying attention to the details and trying to smack back and i loved it you mentioned it before we even started the show harrison barnes didn't jump on the floor for a loose ball what does mike brown do beep calls a timeout and reams his team Harrison Barnes doesn't hey. even get to go back on the on the floor. I think he learned his lesson. I think the rest of them started to learn their lesson in that moment of we got to put forth all the effort tonight. We got to talk about that, what went down with that, because Harrison got pulled from the game at the 634 mark of the first quarter when mm -hmm. the Kings were down 23-7. He did not play the rest of the half. I'm watching that going, is he going to start him in the second half? Because he, he went everywhere but Harrison. Yep. Like, Monk was getting more run. All of a sudden, Sasha's getting run. Chris Duarte's out there. He wasn't going back, and he was really frustrated with how kind of lethargic the Kings came out, and Herder had some defensive mistakes, too. I think one of the biggest surprises to me was the fact that the Kings elected to have Harrison Barnes start on Victor. Now, there are some better moments in the second half, for sure, sure. but I didn't like that matchup. I thought, if anything, you could have put HB on Sohan, because he's not a guy that's looking to... I mean, he's not a legit threat from the outside, at least he's, consistently. He's not a great shooter, right. And HB's got the strength. I would have put Keegan on Victor from the start, that's put what... Fox on Keldon Johnson. Now, with that said, uh, Keegan, his defense again, man, he starts on Keldon Johnson, and he was so good at him. Yep. He was denying him the ball. Keldon couldn't get free. He was taking contested shot after contested shot. I thought Keegan Murray did a great job on him. And then once he got the chance to defend Victor, I'm like, this guy can defend a guard like Keldon Johnson and at least make life more challenging for this freak of a man in Victor Wembenyama. His ability to move laterally and, and still have active hands and still have the strength that he has um, and have... His wingspan, his his long arms, all of these things coming together is making him uh, truly a really good defender. And he still has a lot to learn and a lot of work to go. But at the same time, you are seeing someone like Wemby out there and you go, 
Of course, Keegan Murray should be on him. I mean, you had that video on the Kings pregame show on NBC talking about Keegan and his defense. And we talked about it the other night. And I was like, Keegan's got to be the one to start on Wemby. And they didn't go with that. So I should be the head coach. And also, I thought they should have gone to it more in the second half. There were some moments of it. And when they did, it looked good. Yeah. And so I didn't completely understand, like, the logic as to why you wouldn't in that situation. One, because I know De'Aaron Fox can guard. Put Fox on Kelton Johnson. He'll make him work. I thought it was funny late in the game when Fox got switched on to Victor a couple times. Victor got called for the travel, and Fox was, like, laughing his ass off. Oh, really? He was, <laughs> yeah, was laughing? Yeah, was oh, my God. That's, that's great. Good. Oh, I think Fox was like, this is ridiculous. I'm six, you know, three. Yeah. This guy is like, I think, three feet taller uh-huh. than me. This is going to be really hard to deal with. But, um, yeah, I, that start was weird. I felt like I felt like early in the game, the Kings reminded me of the team of last year where when they faced Gobert against Minnesota. Okay. They were like, oh, that guy, Gobert is down there. We're not even going to try to get in the paint and, and do anything. Early on in the first quarter, Victor's just sheer presence was being felt where the Kings weren't attacking. It felt like they were trying to, all right, process. How are we going to do this? Because we haven't seen it. And they were settling for a ton of threes. But a lot of them weren't coming off paint touches. And that's the thing. you got to get in the paint and spray. If you're just settling for like a one pass and three, they were clank, clank. And then the other end. The Spurs were just destroying them inside. Clank, clank, and three. That's that was annoying to see because it was like you guys just gotta like you've go, like go you said him. you've experienced this before with bigs, maybe not with a big like Victor Wembanyama, but you know you have to go into their chest. You have to be physical. You have to set that tone. The tone was not set, and usually when that tone is not set, it can be super deflating. So for the Kings to rally back and find the the response or maybe it was coaching and then being told like, this is what we want to see. And then you saw Spurs zone later on. And it was like, they started breaking it. They did a good job of attacking the gaps. You know, it's they all- had that one sequence where they had like seven passes. It got to like yes. two seconds on the shot clock and they found Malik Monk in the corner who buried a three. Mm. And it's that type of patience and trust. It's like, okay, don't overpass here. Like definitely look to shoot it, but find the best shot out yep. there. And they did that. I do want to go back to Keegan and I want to focus on Victor too, because we're, we're really talking about Keegan's defense, which I thought has just been fantastic. I, I didn't think he was going to take this type of jump in a year or two. And now he's like, looks like a legit guy who could be on the all defensive team in the sure. future. But I feel like offensively right now, his confidence seems sh- 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 shaken a little bit. Like my sentence. That was my impression. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Or you sh- did sh- that sh- on purpose. Shaken. Sh- 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 yeah, yeah, totally. That was Keegan, on purpose. you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Where I don't, I feel like there were times he's not even looking to score. And right. it reminds me of last year. Last year. Yeah. Where, when he was passive and like being like, I'm a rookie. And I get it. You're missing shots, but you just got to keep fighting through uh-huh. it. The good news is this year he's defending and that's why he's still playing minutes. I mean, exactly. what do you end up playing tonight? Keegan Murray played 38 minutes last year Keegan Murray in a game like this where he's passing up shots and he wasn't playing defense was not playing this would have been the game where they're like uh we Trey Lyles he's going out there or whatever they make some sort of tweak Keegan Murray was still a plus 19 that's it that's- and, and it's because of what he was doing out there defensively and he was still competing and that's I love what I saw from it's him. been nice to see in these type of games with Keegan where when you're not even seeing him shoot well, you're still seeing him contribute. Whether you look at his plus minus or whether you just use your eyeballs and look at what the hell he's doing out there on the floor for this team. 
he is contributing. And I think that's what's making him more and more special. And it's, again, sophomore year. So how can he grow and take a leap and find a new way to respond to when he is not shooting well? And his response right now is, like you said, the body language, it's passive, it's all these other things when it's like, no, you got to keep going strong. And it's not just like missing shots sometimes with him. I think it's making any mistake. He had a sequence in the first quarter where he was pushing in transition and he over dribbled. Yeah. And their defense, the Spurs defense was good. I think Victor got a hand on it and then he scored in transition, made it 17 to five. And you don't tend to see Victor over dribble. Excuse me. Uh, Keegan over dribble a lot. But it felt like that mistake rattled him. It's like he's got to fight through those offensive mistakes because the Kings do need him. They definitely need him to remain aggressive offensively. In the game, he ends up finishing with six points, six rebounds on three of ten shooting. He was 0 for 4 from three. But, you know, am I concerned about it? No, I'm not concerned about his offense. He's got to continue to build confidence as a young player in this league. I am over the moon about his defense each and every game. Each and every game? clamping Austin Reeves. Kelton Johnson can get buckets in this Uh league. He clamped him when he was defending him. He's on Victor forcing tough shots. He had one play where Victor was backing him down and Keegan did a great job contesting. Victor made the shot. You go, good. But you made him work. I love what what I'm seeing from Keegan Murray. That's what it is. I mean, you're seeing, you know, fundamental beautiful defense happen and go down with Keegan Murray. He's just paying attention to the details on that side of the ball. And if you love this game it's exciting to watch and if you're a kings fan you're like oh hell yeah he's only going to get better Dude, he's gonna be here. fine and that's where with his defense taking this and we need to be clear when we this is the second podcast in a row i feel like we're almost leading with keegan's defense but this isn't just like oh hey he's improving we're seeing better moments it's no he is look he looks like one of their best defenders. Correct. He looks legit. And he's a real reason why coming into this game tonight, the Kings were 13th in defensive rating Ooh. and have taken that type of leap. I love it. <sighs> love to see it. And yeah, no, it hypes me up. I love it. I love um, what it adds to this team defense. Just him getting better as an individual defender. And that's why it's fun. It's just fun to talk about. Morgan, this team was two and four. They're now seven and four. They've won hey. five in a row. It seems like every podcast we're talking about this guy because I think he has just had an amazing start to the season. Which guy? De'Aaron Fox. Ah, De'Aaron Fox, again, 43 points for him. He was one off his career high of 44. He had that in a game against Dallas a couple of years ago. He had 43 points. He had eight, eight rebounds. He had seven assists, 14 of 24 shooting. He knocked down five of 11 from three-point land, 10 of 13 from the free throw line. Let's talk about De'Aaron. What what stood out to you about his game tonight? One, it's so fun because the NBA can keep sleeping. And when I say the NBA, I just think there's a lot of people that cover the NBA that are sleeping on De'Aaron Fox. And his ability to play this game at such an elite level and have a skill set that becomes unstoppable. You look at a fourth quarter in a game where you guys were playing like shit to start this game and how you finish it. That's always how it matters. Well, he finishes it stronger than ever, really carrying his team the rest of the way, not only on the offensive end again, but on the defensive end. He's active hands, knocking a ball away late in crunch time. I just love what he has added. And that was the perfect, that sequence you're talking about was late in the game where 
he scores on one end. Yes. And then comes right back down and forces a turnover. Active hands, defense. I mean, like, he's doing it both. And that's why when you see players in this league who it's like, oh, man, he's a two-way guy, but it's like, but rest or he can't do it anymore or whatever it is. De'Aaron is in this prime where I feel like not only is he doing it right now, he's going to be doing this on both ends of the floor for a long time, especially under someone like Coach Mike Brown, who is going to hold him accountable. And the rest of the team is going to hold him accountable too. He sets the tone. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. That's fine. But I want to address it real fast because I feel like every time Tyrese Halliburton has a big game in the NBA, it seems like the national media goes crazy. I need to make it clear we're big Tyrese Halliburton yeah. fans. Like, great guy. Been on our pod before. Awesome. Love Tyrese. And he's having an amazing year. I just don't understand why Fox is not getting that same type of love right now because both of these guys are playing at an unbelievably high level. Fox Morgan came into tonight averaging 30 a game. He yeah. 43 tonight. I mean, he, he, he's doing everything well. And I think the one area that's jumped out to me most about him is his confidence shooting the three. Yeah. At the end of the first half, the Kings are down 62-56. He comes down, buries 1-3. Then late at the end, I mean, just confident handling. Pure confidence. Step back, contested three, ties the game at 62. I mean, he's finishing the game with seven assists. You know, he's finding his teammates. And just to quickly say something about what you just said, yeah. just so I can get my thought Sorry. in there too. It's okay. I just want to say there is enough space in this NBA world for players playing at these elite levels to get the love that they deserve. And that's why, like, it's not like, why is this one guy getting it? This guy should get more. It's there's enough space. So if we're real basketball fans, let's make sure that we are giving the love that these players deserve. That's all we need to say. Fox in six games, the stats have been updated on NBA.com. De'Aaron Fox is averaging now 32.2 points a game, 50% shooting, just under 51% shooting, He's averaging um, 8.3 point attempts a game at 38%, 75% from the line. Also, six assists, 1.7 steals, and just under five rebounds. Wow, wow, it, wow. Th- these are these are MVP-type numbers. Truly, I mean, truly. I, you don't get the MVP for November. I get that. But my whole point is he was really uh, good last year, and he's continued to evolve. He has never been better. And it's not just about the numbers for me. It's just how it's looking. Yes. And you're seeing a player that has a confidence level that is amongst the highest in the league. When your best player is playing like this, and when I say playing like this, this means carrying yourself in a certain way, whether it's with your confidence, whether it's with um, your aggressive tone, however you want to identify it. How he's carrying himself is contagious and it's like trinkling all the way down into the rest of the team. And if you're the coaching staff, you're feeling good because you're just going, great, I'm not having to to rip things out of guys at practice or in games because they're already bringing it. It's just making everyone's job, everyone's life easier because of what De'Aaron Fox is doing out there on the floor right now. Just insane. Amazing. And it's and it's it's sure as hell fun to watch if you're a basketball fan too. Well, well you know what that means. He's our hey! rock and soul player of the game. De'Aaron Fox tonight. Uh that that stat is wrong. I don't know. I left Sabonis' stats up there from last game. All right. 
So just so to be clear, he had 43 points. He had eight rebounds, seven assists. Not, he did not have 43, 16 rebounds and eight rebounds for 24 and seven. Okay, but he was awesome. He's our rock and soul player of the game. If you have not been to Rock and Soul Diner in Sacramento yet, what the hell are you doing? It's on 10th and S, six blocks from Golden One Center. And they have amazing deals for our listeners mm -hmm. during this road trip. Yes, they have for away games. You can get 50% off drinks, 50% off apps. If you go there during a game, you can get that deal. When they come back home, there's going to be other deals as well. Yeah, so make sure you check them out. Amazing. Breakfast for dinner, is a win. that's a win. But they also have lunch and dinner too. It's a great vibe. So good. Local too. Six blocks from Golden One Center. Go watch the game there. Get 50% off apps and drinks during the road games on this road trip check out rock and soul appreciate their support of the deuce and mo podcast yeah i De'Aaron is blowing me away right now with how he's playing i mean in it in hopefully more and more people around the league um are seeing it and if they're not great i don't give a damn <laughs> sleep man the next guy we should talk about demonis sabonis who was in foul trouble in this game but he fought through it. He f that's I was excited that that's where you're going with it. Five fouls, but he fought through it. He found a way to stay physical. And I will say this: there was a few times where I'm like, he's staying vertical. That's not a foul. There, there's two. I think there's two yeah. of those calls where I was just like, what? What are we doing? Like that's just some. That's a physical touch. And there was. I, and I will say this too: like there was a, a screen Zach Collins had later on in the game where. I didn't think it was a foul. I think it was on Harrison Barnes. I thought he stayed straight up. It was just a nice hard screen, and the refs called it too. So, like, it was happening both ways, but the two that were called on Domas Sabonis were just crucial because they needed him out there to stay strong and remain aggressive, and he still did that even in foul trouble. I thought Sabonis did a great job. You mentioned the verticality getting called on one of those, yes. but in general, he had many plays tonight where he was doing a great, and he's done that this year. I know Mike Brown's given him love, but just being able to stay vertical and straight up and contest a shot. Yep. I, I know that he that happened in the first quarter, forced a miss there. That was awesome to see. He had another one, too. I'm trying to think of the play. Anyway, I, I just... Anyway. Here you go, right? Third oh. quarter, Sabonis, great verticality on a, a Sohan drive, which was awesome to yep. see. Yep, yep. No, I, I like Mike Brown has talked about his verticality game after game after game. And there were so many moments in this one, especially that I felt it. I saw it. I know he ended up get, getting in that uh, foul trouble, but either way he fought through it. He finished with the 27 points, the 14 rebounds, but then the seven assists again. And some, I mean, he finished with seven assists, but what I love, and I know we'll get to him too, him and Malik in that two man game, the pocket passes to one another. Mwah, beautiful, beautiful basketball. Well, you mentioned Malik Monk. Talk about it. Oh, right? okay, good. Thank you. Malik with 20 points tonight. He had eight assists, four rebounds on seven of 11 shooting. So a nice bounce back in the jam he yes. had on Zach Collins. Zach Collins did a great job contesting that. He got a piece of it. You saw the replay. He did get a piece of it and it still went in. Shut up. Yeah, I mean, and that Malik Shut doesn't up. care. I, there was one point tonight where I thought Malik maybe had a chance to go test Victor. I was like, is he going to try it? Is he he wanted to try. I mean, he wanted to do anything he could. And you when talked I, to him post game. What, what was I, that I about? did, and I was going to see if they actually posted anything. We asked. Uh, we asked him about Wemby. That's the one that they post. Oh, good. They did post another one too. Um, I asked him about the dunk. I was like, I was like, okay. I know that De'Aaron and Keegan have that dunk contest, but uh, um, you had a nasty one tonight, and he cut me off. Oh, he cut you off it, talking about it. Here's uh, how it went down on. The post game. He can have their little dunk contest going on, but you with another nasty 
dunk. That's now. right. You're. Wi- I mean, you're winning right now, right? You got two nasty yeah, dunks on the Yeah, I got to be winning. I got to be winning. I got to be. In <laughs> Malik, you know, you brought that energy not only with that nasty dunk, but also talking about your teammate, De'Aaron Fox. He is taking another leap this season. What are you seeing out of his game? Uh, the same fights I've been seeing my whole life, man. He just got a, a, a few more weapons around him, and we all just flew to, uh, flowing together uh, real great. So we're going to continue to be, be um, his anchor, and uh, he's going to continue to lead us. You know what's so funny? Malik always says about De'Aaron. He goes, what do you mean? He's been like this forever. No, he hasn't. And it's okay to say he hasn't. Um, he has continued to evolve his game. He's stronger. He's more confident than ever. But yes, does it help he's got some talent mm-hmm. around him? Absolutely. Well, and I, what I love is that Malik has known him since AAU ball, right? And yeah. so he goes, no, 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 I always known that he's had this in him. And that's what I think, like, I keep hearing from people that have known De'Aaron for so long. It's like, oh, yeah, no, he's always had this in him. But it, there's a huge difference when someone has something within, but can't bring it out. And sometimes someone can't bring it out, and it has to be you that brings it out, and De'Aaron's bringing it out of himself. Malik means so much to this team. Hell yeah, he does. There's always fans out there who are coming up with trade ideas nonstop. I see it in Discord, and some of them are like, hey, what about trading Malik? I'm like, you guys. No. No. (laughs) No. If you thought moving Shumpert fractured things years ago, (laughs) that's Malik. No. Malik brings so much heart and soul to this team. The presence he brings off the bench... You mentioned the chemistry he's mm. got with so many guys. I mean, so many guys, but spe- specifically in the two-man game with Sabonis and the pick and roll, his ability to get hot. I, I love what he brings to the team. And Mike Bibby was talking about Malik Monk and, again, comparing to Bobby Jackson. Matt Barnes did that the yes. other day as well. And I'm like, when you guys drop that, Kings fans are like, understand what that is. And I even followed up with Mike and I was like, well, what is that that Bobby brought? You know, everyone always says energy, all these things. And he said fearlessness. And I was like, ooh, that. That is what you see out of Malik Monk when he cocks the ball back and just chucks it down. Like, he don't give a shit. He don't give a shit. He's going to do whatever he wants out there. And I love that it's come become more and more polished. Let's uh, hear what he had to say about Victor tonight. He's a unique player. He's very, <laughs> That's very one way to put tall it. and long. What was yeah. it like going up against someone that size? He, he covered so much ground and so little steps. It's crazy. Uh, I, I was out here like, yo, how did he just come? He took two steps from the um, from the paint, um, stepped back and shot a three. Like, I don't, I don't know anybody else that's doing that right now. Uh, and he, he's just comfortable out there. Uh, when, once he gets way more stronger, he's, it's, it's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. Well, congratulations again yes, on the win. Go- so there's Malik with Morgan and Mike Bibby. Morgan, Victor is frightening. I mean, yeah. he ends up in this game, uh, 27 points, 9 rebounds, 12 of 26 shooting. He ended up being 2 of 8 from 3. He took some tough shots late. But this isn't obviously just about this year. The Spurs have the youngest roster in the NBA. I think mm-hmm. it's just over 23 years old. What Malik said, I mean, Morgan, these are NBA players who have seen almost everything Mm -hmm. they've been around Giannis they've been around LeBron they grew up watching Shaq like seeing these insanely gifted and huge men be able to do things on the floor and you're seeing this 19 year old come Mm. in at his size being able to move like that to be able to step back threes attack the basket and then what he does defensively there's no there's no playbook on how 
this is how you defend this. This is how you stop this. This is what you do because you haven't really seen it before. Right. And I I think there's been a few people that will push back and be like, but what about Shaq or what about this? I'm like, no, no, no. I, those, they're all different stories. They're all different blueprints. They're all different ways to slow down these guys. And when it comes to Wemby, he's such a unique player with his skill set. Just like Malik was saying, the amount of steps it takes him to cover the entire floor. Um, you look at how a pass moves you can move the ball faster with a pass than like dribbling the ball i think wemby could probably do it both equally you know like there's just something so wild about his game and what he brings that is so different and it's just going to become more and more of a problem something i said at the start of the podcast was i felt like just his presence alone yeah Screwing with the Kings early in this game. Did you feel the same way? And what yes. do you think they were trying to feel it out a little bit? I, I, you know, maybe that, that could be it a little bit deuce. It could be like, I don't want this guy to feel energy off of maybe getting a block right away on me. Right? Like you have to understand there is a tree in the middle of the paint. It's not just a big body where his presence is felt. It's like a giant long human being. So, it maybe it was them kind of trying to focus on how do we get around this? How do we do this this way? Maybe we just start shooting from the outside. And that's the wrong way. You got to continue to play your game. You got to get blocked. You got to go learn from your mistakes. And I think that is what they were kind of uh, looking at in the beginning of this one. Zach Harper from The Athletic had a tweet, I think, about two weeks ago. And I thought it was perfect talking about what? Victor. The scary thing about Victor Wembenyama. This is going to be the worst he ever is. Yep. That is scary <laughs> news right there. Like, it's crazy to think about. You could, oh, he's not strong yet, or he can't do that. I'm like, he's 19 and could do this, and he's that size. Good luck, NBA. And getting his start under Greg Popovich is probably the best way that he yeah. can start his career. Because look at also all the players and mentors that it's brought around him. You know, you look at some of the old Spurs guys, whether it's um, Tim Duncan or Tony Parker or Manu Ginobili, whoever, whoever. It's like he is surrounded by greatness. He's surrounded by smart basketball players, smart basketball coaches. It's only going to help him grow and become even stronger as he gets older. Just don't grow any taller, right? Just don't get any taller, okay? Just Just stay stay like that. Give some love to all the people watching us live right now in the YouTube chat. Appreciate you guys. Hit the thumbs up and subscribe. Let's get to some of the comments. I have some more thoughts on tonight's game, too. Uh, Sandra says Malik is reckless abandon, dude. He has all the confidence. Yes. Tim says Fox gave Wemby respect in his post game presser, but ultimately their slow start was on themselves. Yeah. I felt like there was just sequences where they just weren't boxing out their guy. I don't know why they came out so lethargic. They were settling, not boxing out. The second chance opportunities were massive. I Spurs ended up. Wow. This is crazy. What Spurs ended up with 15 second chance points. I think, I think they may have had like thirteen in the first half. Whoa. So they, the Kings did clean that up. And okay. I, I felt like, I felt like the start of the third really shifted things for Sacramento, mm-hmm. where they started getting some stops, playing better defense, and then they pushed the pace, and yep. then they were able to expand the lead. But God, then they made mistakes. I, I thought a couple of things tonight. The, the bench in general, like I, I thought Javale McGee was disappointing. Wait, why? I thought I liked what he added in a you know, small amount of time. You'd, why didn't he play late? Well, because okay. Because Zach Collins, 
took a three, and JaVel McGee stared at him taking that, a three. That side of the and ball, yes. Zach Collins can hit yes. a three. That type of stuff can't fly. No. And it's not going to fly with Mike Brown. Like, he's not... That's fair. Those are basic things. You know, you have to be locked in. Zach Collins killed the Kings tonight, and part of it wasn't like, oh, he was going at Sabonis. It was second chance opportunities. There was one play where Herter got beat. Sabonis uh-huh. came over to help, I think, on Keldon Johnson, and then Sabonis forced a miss, but there was no one to box out Collins' second chance opportunity. They were giving him too much space from three. I'm like... Know your personnel. Zach Collins can spread the floor. Zach Collins not only can spread the floor, he's looked so much better with the San Antonio Spurs this year. He's averaging only like 13 points, 14 points a game, right? And he had 17 in that first half. Zach Collins isn't the one that should be beating you in that first half. It should be the unicorn. It should be Wemby. And for Zach Collins to kind of uh, get what he wanted. It was too easy. That's my point. That's exactly. And it's Zach Collins. Exactly. I gave him a lot of credit. Hell yes. He's been through a lot injury-wise. The Spurs gave him a chance a couple of years ago. He earned like a bigger contract out of it. And he's a pretty productive starter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he can shoot it a little having bit. having more weapons. Yes. I feel like they yes. were, they, it, there's just a different tone, a different mentality with this team this year. And it's really helped Zach Collins in his game. <sighs> I got someone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Herter, just because I wanted to talk about him. He banged his hand or something, huh? And then he was questionable, but then he did end up coming back. How much time did he end up playing in this one? He He had a big three late. Yes. He ended up playing 25 minutes. He had the big three, which he needed because that was his only three of the game, one for four. Um, But I felt like even his presence, not early on in the game, but later on in the game, I felt like he was being a lot more active. Like whatever yelling happened at the half and the the way that they came out in the third, it was. I agree. Harrison Barnes, too, had some... Mo- yep. they, the biggest thing I thought I noticed in the in the second half to start... By the way, the shot-making from San Antonio tonight That's was That's what absurd. I'm saying. I mean, they end up... The Spurs were 19 of 20... I'm sorry, that's from the free throw line. There you go. Like, that doesn't make sense. They yeah. were 15 of 36 from three. They were 19 of 23 from the uh, free throw line. Uh, but, yeah, they, they knocked down 15 threes and super efficient, and it felt like they couldn't miss. I mean... Sohan's making a couple that he's not really known. He's been shooting it better from three recently, which will yeah. be huge for his career if he can keep it going. But who are some of the big three point shooters? So Keldon, he has got some great open looks too. five, he, for five nine. of nine. Victor knocked Jeez. down two. Collins, three of five. Champagne gives you two of four. Yeah. So, um, what was my point to that? Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter. Defense. Oh, they did a much better job at getting <laughs> deflections, and they yeah. were keeping their hands high. Yes, and Harrison sh- Barnes. Yes. Yes. Because Harrison, I mean, Harrison's got to come back, come out better, man. Like, if you're tasked with guarding Victor Wembenyama, you can't be falling asleep. If there's a guy that's on the ground of the Spurs trying to go for a loose ball, you can't be trying to bend over to pick it up. Like, go get that shit. Jump and he, on and, it. And, like, I think Brown was so frustrated because Brown wants to coach. He doesn't want to coach anyone on that type of stuff, no. but that's like a young guy mistake. Like, yep. what are you doing here? That's not a, you've been in the league for over a decade. You should like, be sacrificing your body. You have De'Aaron Fox doing dude. that last game. Like, what are Come we doing? On. Jump on the ball. And I, but I love that. I love that his standards are so high, but I also love that Harrison is the type of guy that responds. I think so many people want to get on him, give him so much shit. And I get it. There's mistakes that are being made and it hasn't been his best basketball as of late. But at the same time, like when you have a guy that is going to respond, when you have a veteran leader in there and he's obviously still starting for a reason, like there's something there that maybe you're not seeing. There's going to be bad matchups for him. 
for sure. And that's that's part of the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tonight when it's like those things early, it's like you're down big and you're not making the extra sacrifices out there. Yeah. I mean, you got to be locked in from the start. It just, it has to be better. Chris Duarte off the bench. I thought he added a little bit of a spark yeah. with his, because he started making some of his, his shots, right? His outside shooting. He was two for three from beyond the arc in his 15 minutes. And um, he had a couple of steals. I think with him, it's just, he's got to be more in control. And it's with his body with fouling. Oh my God. And I then know. Even the decision making, I think he speeds himself up so much. Like, and I think he's that, like overthinking. Yeah. He's thinking about it before it's happening. It's like, no, no, no. Let it come to you. Play. Like, he played Just under play 15 minutes tonight. He had six points. He had two turnovers, two steals, two fouls. Well, besides the rebounds. two turnovers, well, I felt I liked I liked the energy. It was better tonight. I thought he continued with the energy that Malik Monk was bringing, and yeah. it was the energy that they needed when they were down by 18 in that first quarter. Fox ends up playing 40 minutes again. Um, are you at all? It's early in the season. You know, they're seven and four. We're 11 games in. Do you have any concern about some of these minutes where you're going? Okay, they're not. They don't. They they obviously aren't super comfortable playing Keon big minutes if he's not like super. If he's not out there like having a major impact. I mean, he played less than ten minutes tonight. Davion doesn't play for the third straight game. I know. It's clearly a point of the team they're not comfortable with. Like, I I personally, as much what? as I love, as Fox, you ask me, what? this guy is coming off an injury. Uh huh. He can't be playing 40 minutes every night. He can't be playing 38, 39, 40 minutes every night. You have to have something behind him that you feel comfortable with that can go out there and manage things for a few more minutes. I agree. Okay. I agree with that statement. I feel like sometimes um, we as consumers of this sport, especially the NBA, we go we go straight to minutes. We go, this guy can't play playing in this many. This guy, Mike Brown and what he showed last year was that pushing through certain things, manageable uh, injuries, getting banged up and finding a way to push through it can only make you better. And when I say make you better, it might not make you better in that moment. It's about making you better for the next, for 20 games later. It's about making you better for the postseason. It's about making you better for the next year. And you're going, how is that going to make you better for the postseason? Aren't you going to have so much mileage on you? Blah, 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 blah. No, no. That's what you're seeing. His style of coaching, that style of basketball is actually something that can work and can work on people's bodies depending on not all bodies are made equally. So depending on what kind of bodies he's dealing with. And I feel like he's not dealing with a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of players that have health history and health concerns. And I think when it comes to deer and Fox, I agree with you on making sure you have the confidence in the next person up that is going to take away some of those minutes from Fox. But at the same time, I am okay with De'Aaron Fox playing a lot of minutes. I don't want to see 41 no, that's all what the I'm time. Saying. And I think that's where the Kings have to get to a spot where they have somebody on the team or go get someone they feel comfortable with who can play 15 minutes tonight. That's fine. And, that's fine. And get Fox back to the mid-30s because this push in 40 every night – this is early in the season. His he's already said his ankle's not a hundred percent, even though he's performing at this level. I, I'm thinking big picture but wise. I don't want him fading. Lately appreciate here. big picture and appreciate the thought process. I say don't worry about it until you got to worry about it until you get there. And if and then guess what? Then you can complain about it if that happens. Because last year did that happen? Not with him. No. 
We got more of the podcast coming up in just a second, but we should mention that each and every one of our night chats presented by our friends over at North West Exteriors. What was it? I got the feedback hub popping up. How likely are you to recommend this PC to others if asked? Well, now when you pop up in the middle of our podcast. Thank you. No, actually no. I'm, I'm zero out of 10. After this bitch. is over, pot, I'm, I'm smashing this PC. Thank you. So there's my feedback. You asked. Anyway, we're presented by our friends over at Northwest Exteriors. Check out NorthwestExteriors.com. If you're looking for windows, there's no better place to go. Uh, they don't subcontract out. Everyone works in-house. They've mm. got great people. And you can go to their showroom in Rancho Cordova and see all the windows, see all the siding options you could possibly want. They come out to your house, measure everything, you order them. It's the easiest process ever. It's going to save you money on energy costs. It's a no-brainer to use Northwest Exterior. Life-changing. Life-changing. That's all I have to say about it. Truly life-changing from um, a beauty standpoint on the outside and then on the inside saving money. So make sure, make sure if you want a life-changing experience to check out Northwest Exteriors. Simply the best. Trust Northwest. Oh, great bit. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela. The mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Um, Morgan, yes. looking ahead. Yep. The Kings have the match. Well, anything else on this game tonight? I think we hit so much. I thought Sasha had some nice minutes when he was out there tonight. Yeah. He's fun. You know, he's he had, fun. He, he got into foul trouble. Was, there, was, there you go. See, thing. Too many fouls. Yep. Some of them are all questionable tonight, but... Work on that, though. Work on that. Either way. I like him. I do, too. Stay physical. Um, you know, he ended up hitting one one for two from beyond the arc, and it's like I feel like he's allowing the game to come more and more to him. He's looking more confident out there. He just seems like a guy that, like, I don't know, like a good teammate. Seems like he gets it. I do want to ask you this before we look ahead to Kings-Dallas sure. on Sunday. There was a report today from Bleacher Report that Zach Levine would – be cool with possibly getting traded to Sacramento among some other teams. It sounds like he wants out of Chicago. The Bulls may be looking to blow things up. He's not vibing with Billy Donovan right now. Hasn't really since last year. 
I'm going to go with my official stance on this. What's your official stance? I just, the trade talk in November just doesn't do it for me. Okay. You know, like one, if the Kings are going to make any big move, it's going to have to be after December 15th when they can move yep. some of these deals. Yep. Two, like, I just want to see it play out. The Kings are playing pretty good basketball right now. Okay. And I for sure think there are things they can do to upgrade. I just don't know if Zach Levine is the one I'm looking at. I understand how great of an individual offensive talent he is. Mm-hmm. My biggest concern with him, he makes a lot of money. Sure. 40 plus million ends at close to 50. Okay. Uh-huh. So you'd have to give up a lot to go get him. Uh, all right. Uh-huh. He's had health issues. He's yep. not exactly a young player anymore. I mean, he has the mileage and health issues. Two, just because you're a great individual talent doesn't necessarily mean you could fit with this team. I think it takes a special type of person Mentality. to fit in this offense yep. because Zach Levine, for as gifted as he is offensively, right? He mm-hmm. can shoot the three. <sighs> He's, he would have to be comfortable, but at some nights, he's going to score 15 and not get a ton of I shots. I think you like what you're seeing with the Sacramento Kings right now, and you don't want to, like, screw it up. And I get that, and I also get that sometimes you have to take risks. I'm not sure that he is the, the right risk. At the same time, if something were to happen with him, I could probably convince myself, like, okay... Is this how it's going to work? Because they, they, we got we got some smart smart basketball people in this front office. We got some smart coaches over there. I would go, what am I missing? What are they seeing that I'm not seeing? Show me. But right now, I feel the way that you feel. You have to have an unselfishness to play on this team. Like, one, A whole different And the hierarchy mentality. is this. It's Fox, Sabonis, right? Like Fox is taking more shots than he's ever yep. taken. Sabonis. Actually, Keegan. Keegan is actually, I think he takes more shots right now than Sabonis, but. But that's. And I think that's part of the reason maybe Kuzma, I, I, who knows how deep those conversations really went with Sacramento and Kuzma. But I think Kuzma wasn't in love with the idea of playing on a team where he could be the fourth option. Absolutely. And those are guys that you don't want around if they're not going to buy in. The best part about this offense is. You could spread the wealth. I, feel I mean, you. winning's fun. You can have a night where you have a monster night, but there are gonna be some nights you play thirteen. Don't you, you? You give you score thirteen points. Or don't worry about this until we have to even talk right. about this. That's what I have to say about it too. It's like, it's it's like something that we can like break down. Is he gonna end up in the West, and what does that mean for other teams? Yeah. But I'm not even there yet with Sacramento. Um, and before we look ahead too, there is one more thing I just wanted to make sure I mentioned. Yeah. Well, two more things, Alex Len. Him, uh, uh, that latest report, breaking news before the game, Alex Lynn will be out six to eight weeks with that ankle sprain. Just uh, a tough loss for the Kings, even though I think JaVale McGee will be fine as the backup. We were just seeing well, some really good stuff from Alex Lynn uh, in those last couple of wins. Yes. Before I thought he was playing out. well. I, I thought it was interesting tonight uh, after McGee had his stint, Mike Brown went small a lot. We saw some Keegan Murray at the five tonight yep. with Sasha out there and even HB at times. It makes me wonder if we will actually see Trey Lyle small ball five when he comes back. It seems like he's getting closer and closer to returning. He's with the team on the road trip. Mm. Sounds like he worked out again today. Um, I feel like he's getting close. And that could be a huge, huge thing for Sacramento to get him back in the fold. I mean, Trey hasn't played this year. Nope. Um, But yeah, for Alex, I feel so bad because he was playing well. A high ankle sprain, six to eight weeks. That's a long time to be out. Then he's got to like get back in the game shape. It's going to be a minute for him. And I'm bummed out because, you know, he. I, I agree with you. I thought he was playing well. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I hope that he just, um, when he does come back that it's, it's a quick, it's a quick comeback. Like it's like he never left when it is hopefully just six to eight weeks. One thing I have to do a better job of. What? And for those who listen Aww. later, I sometimes miss super chats cause things get busy. I'm sorry. I'm going to acknowledge these super chats, including David donating five bucks saying Fox is the second player in the Sacramento era with 40 points, seven rebounds and seven assists. Ooh. The last one, Marcus Cousins. Hey. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty ridiculous stat line. Oscar in the chat donates two bucks saying Domas equals max contract. Well, Domas got paid, so he's going to be here for a while. Alex donates 10 bucks. Appreciate you uh, with some emoji that has like a, a heart, little heartbeat. heartbeat. Cute. Yeah. Appreciate it. You love, Thank man. you for that's all love. the love, all the support in all these different ways, you guys. Thank you. Next up for the Sacramento Kings, the road trip continues. The Kings look for their sixth straight game and some good news, you know, personally. Um, Deuce Mason, Morgan Reagan going to be live doing pre and post game on NBC Sports California. In fact, the promo dropped tonight on post game. I'll play it here for the people. For audio people, it's showing me pass the ball to Morgan. She doesn't pick it up. Um, <laughs> oh, can we talk about that pass? I toss it over to Deuce. Deuce gives me a behind the back pass when it's like, hey, bro, no, actually, you're just supposed to hold on to it. But instead, he gets the turnover, has to go get the ball. He's sitting on the bench. But hey, I will be there. We will both be there Sunday. Interesting perspective because what I see here. Yeah, what do you uh, see? As I play it one more time. Let's see. I'll do it without. Okay. I'll do it without music. Hold on. Yeah. So what I see is. Yeah, tell us. You please. throw me a pass. I'm not even looking. I catch it just because I, I'm just got an eye for this stuff. Right? No, I believe the coaches being the producers and directors behind the camera said, hey, make sure to toss it to him. So it yeah. was already told that was the play. Yeah, that's horseshit. And then immediately I fired beautiful back behind the back pass. You weren't ready for and behind then, the yeah. back pass was not part of the play. And not only was it not part of the play, I wasn't completely open and or aware. So for now on, you got to make sure that if you're going to pass that, like, your teammate is ready. You can't just toss that and okay. be like, go get it. Okay. I'm Sabonis. You were like a fan in the stands with how you reacted. <laughs> um, well, we'll be hosting uh, on Kings pre-half and post on Sunday. So make sure you are tuning in. No, it's not just tuning in. Ooh. It's also make sure you like tweeting at NBC yes. Kings and going, dude, love watching do some more. Even if you're like out of town and not watching lie, it doesn't matter. Throw it, it just, in the boss's yeah. faces. Uh, Let's re go. Retweet all the clips. No, but honestly, I'm super excited to do that. In fact, I am <laughs> doing it that night. Uh, for Kings Mavs with Morgan on pre and post game. We're going to be live for that. And then the next Friday, I'll be in San Francisco with Morgan for yep. Kings T-Wolves, the NBA in-season tournament Ooh. game. I don't know. I'm, sp I'm supposed to get some more dates coming up. I did get word that I'll be hosting a couple of times in December, yep. too. It's going to be a fun, fun time. Deuce, fun time. Give Deuce some minutes, okay? Because <laughs> when Deuce gets minutes, he's going to perform. Give me minutes. I know I got the star next to me, Morgan Reagan. Hey! I, I can get buckets. I can Maybe I'm more up in the Malik Monk. I don't care, Ooh. but I'm bringing the heart and soul. I'm setting mm. up people. I'm dunking on people, too. You're definitely Give the Malik me. Monk. I've got a little dog in me, too. You got that energy. You, got, you, you know the game. Yes, 100%. I will give you the Malik Monk. Don't ever give me behind the back pass again when I'm not looking. Hey. Uh, let's talk more about the Kings' next opponent. The Dallas Mavericks are off to a pretty nice start this season. Uh, the good news for Sacramento, mm -hmm. the Kings get rest. The Mavericks actually play 
Saturday in Milwaukee, and then they have to come home to play Sacramento. I love that so second night tough... of a back-to-back for them. And, mm-hmm. and just like you said, the travel that they have to do. I think Kyrie didn't play last game due to a foot sprain or something it was. So um, we'll see if he's back for the Sacramento Kings on Sunday. Either way, um, Dallas, they're 9-3. and three. They've been playing some pretty good basketball. They just beat the Washington Wizards. Luka's averaging, what, like 30 points a game still. You know what he can he's do. He's only averaging 30? Ha! <laughs> sorry, sorry, I caught. Why? Because De'Aaron Fox is averaging what? De'Aaron's averaging thirty-two. Okay, mm, wow. Mm, you like that? Um, no, so uh, I've been very okay. surprised by their start. I'm not super high on that team. I do like the addition of Grant Williams for them. Kyrie and Luca, obviously, super dynamic players. Um, yeah, I, I think the Kings are a better team than Dallas. I really do. I think they're more explosive. I think they have better depth. But I, I will say this. I didn't think Derek Lively would come in right away and be a contributor. And yeah. he's come in and, and given them something at that big spot for them. So Well, they knew something we didn't because, it, I mean, Jason Kidd was like, well, that's who we're going with when we're starting a big. And it was like, okay, I mean, if this is what you believe in, and it has helped. Yeah. They don't even play Rashawn Holmes. Like, I know. I just saw, I saw two minutes on there for him. So it's not going to be a Rashawn Holmes revenge yeah. game. You don't have to worry about that, which poor guy. I hope he finds a way in this league to um, get some playing time somewhere. So with Lively, I think Sabonis ha- obviously has the advantage because he's just yeah. better. Uh, Lively's been really good, but Sabonis likes going at guys like Lively. Yeah. Pretty slender, but he could block some shots. He's a rim runner. He's athletic. There's, He's pretty good. This is going like to be him. one of those games, especially your second game on the road uh, with this road trip. I mean, uh, you got to make sure that you're bringing that intense energy and just not allowing this team to feel good on their home floor. I feel like if we are ending the pod, you forgot one thing. This is on me. You forgot two things. What's the second thing? I forgot moment of the game. And? I don't know. I don't remember it being foggy in here. You know, I realized I didn't go hit the fog machine. You can end it with it. Moment of the game first. Let's go moment of the game first. Uh, What is... Give me some candidates, chat. The live chat's here. We got a ton of people watching us live right now. In the chat, we pick one moment from each game. You know this by now. And we select the moment of the game. Just looking for post-it notes around here. Oh, I got you. I need some post-it notes. Um... Let's see here. Okay, don't drop it on the keyboard like that. So today's date is November 17th. The Kings were at the Spurs. I mean, I think for me, the one thing. Fox dropping 43 points? But the Monk Dunk was pretty sweet. Monk Dunk. Monk, it's a moment. Monk Dunk. And Fox 43. But let's get to some of the people in the chat too. You got some people saying Monk's Dunk, uh, Monk's Dunk. Wemby zero blocks is kind of crazy. That's a good, that's actually a really good one. It can't be the moment of the game. But, but no, but I li- I just, I like adding that into our our stream. Um, Monk's dunk 100%. Uh, the Fox defense on Wemby. Uh, Fox's defense is so, we talked a lot about Keegan's huh. defense. We do need Zach these. Collins got monked on. <laughs> Monk dunk on Collins. That's funny. On Zach Collins, a.k.a. Cosplay g Easy. Who's... That's not <laughs> How did that get on there? I don't know. How did don't that know. get okay, on Okay, I'm going to also note Fox 43 points. Dude, lo- people love the Fox guarding Wemby too. Dude, Fox, he, we got some dogs. Got some dogs I mean, two. on this team. You know, like Keegan's playing defense, Fox playing defense. Sabonis, hey, I know 
KOC, great guy. I didn't even respond to Kevin O'Connor when he put out he his thing about Sabonis and how the Kings could upgrade that spot. I'm like, the guy was all NBA last year. Upgrade it. Who? Get Jokic. Let people sleep. Um, I hope some of these guys are, are watching what Sabonis is doing. You know, yep. Sabonis is not only putting up numbers. And, you know, a lot of people bring up last year in the playoffs. And I, I, I don't want to, like, spend the end of the podcast. I could spend 45 minutes no. on this. I'm going to do it quickly. Sabonis did not have a great postseason. Looney and Green beat the hell out of him. Looney did a great job on him. Can we just acknowledge the guy had was playing with a hurt hand mm. from December on? And I think the bigger thing in the playoffs that hurt what? Sabonis was the fact that Herder couldn't make a shot. HB couldn't make a shot. Keegan couldn't make a shot to start. And it was easier to defend Sabonis. The, he needed more help. He did all right considering everything that there's, was going up against him. And so my this. point is people are not realizing this guy is putting up monster numbers. He's like in the top 10 in assists per game this year. Yes. 20 tonight, 27, 14 and 7 assists. Let's go. And then he's doing a great job defense defensively this year. The pick and roll defense is better. His contests at the rim have been great. Stop sleeping on Sabonis and he's hitting threes this year. We got to stop. We got to stop this. Give me some fog to go. Um can't forget it. Sorry. We can't forget. I fog. don't even love the fog, but we we won. I'm going to end on fog, ladies and gentlemen. Sacramento Kings have won five in a row. They are now 2-0 and in the in-season tournament. Ah! Oh, take it in. Fox is a dog. I-S-T. What's that? In-season tournament. Yeah, we got to figure that out. I-S-T, NBA Cup, I don't know, but we're going to Vegas, hopefully. Um, appreciate you guys so much for hanging out with us on a Friday night. Spread the word about our podcast. Hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and let us know in the comments who jumped out to you in this game. Who's your player of the game? And how do you feel? Can this win streak continue? We love you guys so much, but we got to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thanks for being here. See ya! Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park